Welcome to Real Success with Steve Dennis. You are now tuned in to another episode of Real Success. This is the podcast where we share inspiring stories based on relationships, encouragement, attitude, and the leading of self. We're so glad you can join us. And now, here's your host, Steve Dennis. Hello and welcome to episode three, Real Success with Steve Dennis. I am extremely excited about this episode. Now, what I'm doing very simply is I'm going to share with you from this thought, okay, how to become a grow-through leader. Now, how to, how to take others to a higher level was so good that I do have part two that will show up in the next episode. But as for today, I thought it would be extremely befitting to at least share with you the contrast, right, between a go-through leader and a grow-through leader. And I want to talk to you today. It's one of my favorite subjects. And I just thought it would be extremely, uh, very important and imperative to share this today uh, as as it relates to uh, giving you a growth tip, giving you several, actually, several growth tips on how you and I can have a focus and an emphasis and an awareness of becoming a grow-through leader. Growing up, I always heard the phrase, I'm just going through a hard time. I'm going through this and I'm going through that. Even in, in the church circles that I come out of, I've heard that statement quite a bit where the focus, the emphasis was on what you're going through, what you're going through. And it dawned on me years ago that um, what if I could change that from not just what I'm going through, but what is it that I'm growing through? I don't know about you, but when I look back over my life, I recognize there have been different events different uh, moments in my life that I could probably classify as being adversity or a crisis or a low moment or a down moment. And I can honestly tell you and share with you, there was those, those moments in my life where I felt like I was at my lowest that I learned the most. <laughs> okay. So oftentimes bad experiences, we, we hate them. We don't like them, right? But isn't it, isn't it amazing how often they become our biggest helper? So today, I want to share with you again some tips and some techniques on how to become a grow-through leader. Wow. So put your seatbelts on, okay? We're going to, hey, I'm locked, caught, and right, ready to rock with this one today. And I know, without a doubt, by the time we're done with our time today, you're going to have an insight several insights that will help you as a leader to grow through it and not just go through it. Now, let me let me clarify. When I talk about leadership, I am not just talking about your leadership in a job or a position, what your title is. If you are a parent, if you're a mom or dad, single mom or single dad, auntie, uncle, grandparent, you are a leader. <laughs> One of my favorite pictures thus far that I've taken with my youngest grandson. He's named after me. So can you imagine? I mean, just use your imagination for a minute. His name is Andre. His middle, his first name is my middle name. You, you can see the picture, can't you? Yeah, he's going to be in the wheel for sure. <laughs> but one of my favorite pictures with my youngest son, Andre, is a picture where he, he brings me a book and says, Paul, Paul, will you read to me? 
And so he's kind of you know on my lap and I have the book open and uh, he's looking very intently at the words that I'm reading from this book. And what I love about that example is that even with my grandson, I'm influencing him by reading to him, not just reading to him, but I've, I have him, he's actually involved in the process while he's there looking at the, he, he cannot read right now, but he's looking at the words that I'm reading as if he's reading right along with me. And it dawned on me, Steve, that's influence. You're leading him. You're influencing this grandson. And so he already knows when he comes to my house, he, we may play Marvel and we may play um, Iron Man and Captain America and the villain of the show, Thanos. <laughs> we may get in the floor and play with the little dolls, you know, with the, the Marvel characters and so forth and so on. But, but before he leaves, before he leaves the day, before he leaves my house, he's going to walk up to me and say, Papa, will you read this book to me? And my whole point, my friend, is very simply this, is that this particular uh, episode today is for you, regardless of where you are on your leadership journey. I love repeating this phrase over and over again that I learned from my mentor and business partner, John Maxwell, that leadership, what is leadership? Leadership is influence, nothing more and nothing less. And uh, so, you know, even with that thought being said, right, I want, again, so no matter who you are, you somewhere in your life, you are an influencer. You are a leader. You may not have a title. You may, you may not have the particular position as the boss on the job. You may feel like you work for a company, but no matter where you are, you are still an influencer. You're influencing people no matter where you are in your leadership journey. So uh, let me share this with you right quick. It's a quote from J.R. Miller. And on the, the building of character. And I just love this quote. Actually, I shared it last week with my first, uh, since COVID-19, my first live uh, workshop development training that I had with a company last week. And yes, we we practiced the social distancing. It was required that all of us wear masks and that kind of thing and had our temperature checked at the door. But at the same time, this company brought me in because, um, again, uh, companies are recognizing and realizing the, the importance of having leadership training, especially at a time like this. And so anyway, this is one of the quotes I shared. There have been meetings of only a moment which have left impressions for life, for eternity. No one can understand that mysterious thing we call influence. Yet every one of us continually exerts influence either to heal, to bless, to leave marks of beauty or to wound, to hurt, to poison, to stain the lives of others. Let me share that with you again, okay? I just love it. There have been meetings of only a moment, just one moment, which have left impressions for life. Think about that for a minute. What are some meetings that you've had with another person that have left an impression for life? For eternity, no one can understand that mysterious thing we call influence, yet every one of us continually exerts influence either to heal, to bless, to leave marks of beauty, or the opposite, to wound, to hurt, to poison, to stain others' others' lives. So, with that being said, you know, and, and right now I'm thinking on the bright side. I'm thinking positively of the people in my life that have showed up. Some of them are meeting 
Only a moment. The meeting was only for a moment, but it left an impression for life, left an impression for eternity. It's hard to understand this mysterious thing that we call influence, but yet every one of us, we constantly and we're continually exerting influence. My challenge today, and as you and I learn and talk about how to grow, how to become a growing leader, is that we recognize that it's so important that we exert influence in a way that will heal, bless, and get this, and leave marks of beauty. That's why, my friend, I'm coming to you today and sharing on this episode how to grow through, how to become a grow-through leader. Because wouldn't it be a, a beautiful world if we as leaders could really increase our influence and make sure that we're leaning into exerting influence that will heal, exerting influence that will bless, exerting influence that would leave marks of beauty. That's my mission. That's my goal. Those are my core values. And I, I trust and hope that they're yours as well. Because at the same time, unfortunately, I do know what it feels like to have a leader in my life, uh, an influence in my life that um, unfortunately had exerted an influence that was wounding, hurting, and even to a certain degree, poisonous. <laughs> and, it, and it stained my life, not for the better. And I had to, I had to, you know, had to move past that. I had to, 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 to navigate through that and to therapeutically and emotionally and spiritually rise above those wounds and that poison and that hurt. But here's the good news. It taught me some of my greatest lessons. And that is it taught me how to be and it also taught me how not to be as a leader. Okay, very good. So let's let's dive in. All right, we're into nine minutes of this episode today, and let's go ahead and dive in. How to become a grow through leader? Number one, I love this. Number one, at the end of the day, the first step on becoming a grow through leader, my friend, is is so so important that you and I, right where you are currently, love and accept yourself. That's it. That's number one, love and accept yourself. The only relationship in your life that is continual and therefore most important is with yourself. It's with yourself. And you know this as well as I do, the first person you learn to get along with is yourself. <laughs> okay. I love this statement here. You have to, it's important that you and I on a daily basis to become a grow through leader, to give yourself to yourself before you give yourself away to everybody else. Very important statement. Hopefully you, that you, that you, you're able to write that one down or, or to imprint it upon your, your, your subconscious mind. Give yourself to yourself before you give yourself away. Love and accept yourself. This was very important to me is in regards to becoming a growth through leader because at one time in my life, I didn't really have a lot of love for who I am, for who I was. And I, and I had a tough time accepting myself. I was caught in a web of denial, bargaining, bitterness, caught in a web of anger and resentment that was taking me down a, 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 real, a very dark path called depression. This is in my past life, years ago. And um, 
And it dawned on me that one of the biggest issues I was having is that I had got caught in that web of not really accepting who I am and not really too much liking a lot about my life. I was more bent on the end, on the, uh, the side part of it, uh, as far as looking at the, the things that had gone on in my life that I had viewed or interpreted as being negative and not so well. For an example, as a kid, you know, my father was 61 years old and I was born and my friends had dads who had black hair, young, playing catch with them in the front yard, in the backyard or whatever the case may be. And, and my father, by the time I'm 10 years old, he's 71. I, I have no memory of my dad and I ever playing catch in the backyard. But how can I take a negative story that I oftentimes have interpreted as being negative, such as why my father had to be old? Why, why, why my conditions and circumstances? Why couldn't it have happened to anybody else? How can, I, how can I change that from the why as to why not me? <laughs> because here's what I do know. I have no bad story, no bad interpretation of my past because everything that has happened in my life, including my, 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 my rearing by my parents, being raised by my parents, having my father who was um, sick with Alzheimer's at age 15 years old when I was 15 years old, all of that has made me to who I am today. And I like that guy. <laughs> okay. I love him. All right. Love and accept yourself. Being in a place of self-acceptance is vitally important to become a growth through leader. Number two. And number two, I'm really excited about this one. And you probably can tell it. You can probably tell them how excited I am about sharing with you all of these principles I have on uh, how to become a growth through leader. But the first two, I just really, really, really think are my favorite. Okay. Here's the second one. Choose in advance. Choose a positive life stance. Choose a positive life stance. Okay, here we go, guys. You ready? I learned this from John Maxwell. It's in his book, The, 20, the 15 Laws of, of Growth. And he talks about one of the growth principles is called the, um, uh, the pain principle, the law of pain. And the law of pain, he talks about good management. Get this now. Good management of bad experiences will lead to great growth. Okay, if, if you can write, if you're driving, keep driving. Go back and rewind. I almost said rewind the tape. <laughs> Go back and play this podcast over again. <laughs> See what my mind is. Rewind the tape uh, cassette. Okay, anyway, go back and, and replay and, and write this statement out. That good management of bad experiences, good management of adversity, good management of a crisis will lead to great growth. I can grow from it, but it's only if I learn how to manage it properly. And what I love about that is very similar to this, that when you and I choose a positive life stance, that's one of the, one of the steps that will help you and I to become a grow through leader. It gives us the capacity and the ability to manage that tough experience, to manage that bad experience. In some cases, if you're a leader, you have people on your team that are not real pleasant to work with, to manage that tough environment of the people that you're working with, okay? But you know what else? It also helps you and I to manage that part of ourselves that can sometimes become, okay, there, there we might say, 
difficult to deal with. <laughs> okay, I heard it said before, and I believe with all my heart that the toughest person in the whole wide world to lead is not your organization, it's not the people in your life, it's not even your children. The heart, the toughest person to lead is you. <laughs> okay, so anyway, choose a positive life stance. And what we mean by choosing a positive life stance, let me give you an example, let me give you a definition of what a life stance is. Okay. <laughs> All right. A life stance. I just love this because having a stance is so important. I played football when I was a kid until I actually quit playing when my, my father got sick with Alzheimer's, but I really enjoyed the sport. And I, I laugh today. I'm 54 years old. And I, I'm for the most part, I keep myself in pretty good physical shape. And uh, there are times in my life, and this, this is in my private thought life, okay? There are times I may be getting on the floor to do a certain exercise, like, you know, yoga. And I may be doing what's called the downward dog. Uh, this other exercise I do from an MMA standpoint is an exercise where I'm in the, on my hands and my feet. And uh, it's like a bear crawl type exercise that I'm doing. And oftentimes I will smile I'm in that position because it reminds me of when I played football of being in a four-point stance. And the coaches back then, I still remember their voices. They were constantly saying to us that it's important to be low in your stance, Dennis. So when the ball is snapped, you're able to fire off that line and get to the person on offense quicker than they can get to you. <laughs> so having that proper stance is important. Dennis, you can't be, uh, you can't, you can't, in other words, it would say to me, make sure that your backside is low, Dennis, not high. <laughs> because, and Dennis, when you come off the line, don't stand straight up because if you stand straight up, the opposing team can just knock you out of the way. But the lower you are to the ground, the lower you are with your stance, the stronger you are. Oh, I love that. The lower you are with your stance, the stronger you are. In other words, you're able to maneuver yourself and you're able to, to really be have the advantage in the game if you can get low. Now, why did I bring that up? Because, my friend, it's important for you and I to recognize what stance are you choosing in life? Is it a positive life stance or is it a negative life stance? And let me, let me go and share with you real quick what I mean by life stance, okay? It's a stance that you and I have that we take in life. And oh, I'm getting excited as I, as I share this with you because I remember the time in my life when I shifted my stance, okay? And, and, and really, really focus more on developing and having a positive life stance. Let me give it to you. What is a life stance? Here it is. A life stance happens to be a set of attitudes, assumptions, and expectations that you have about yourself, about others, and about your world. Okay? One more time. A life stance happens to be a set of attitudes, assumptions, and expectations that, that people have about themselves. It's what people have about, uh, in other words, about themselves, also about others, and also just in general, your own world. So whatever your set of attitudes, assumptions, and expectations that you have about, about yourself and about others in your world, that becomes your life stance. With that being said, a reflection thing for you and I to do would be to identify and to reflect on the fact of 
is my stance, is my life stance a set of positive attitudes and assumptions and expectations or a set of negative attitudes, assumptions and expectations that I have about myself, that I have about others and that I have about my own world? Jack Canfield taught me this, become an inverse paranoid. <laughs> it simply means instead of having an attitude of looking at everything in the world as being against you, what would happen if you declared that everything that has happened in your life didn't happen against you, but it happened for you? How can I turn it around and look at it as a, as a positive thing? And so again, that's step two on how to become a grow through leader. Number three, and you know, if I don't hurry, this will become a two-part episode. But number three, <laughs> the third thing you and I must do to become a grow-through leader, I love this. Number three is to add value to people. Adding value to other people. How can you make it a daily practice in your life to add value to people? Because again, to become a grow-through leader, it's important to add value to others. But how do I do that? Number one, how do I add value to people? You add value to people when you, number one, truly value people. Number two, you make yourself more valuable. And then number three, you know and relate to what other people value. Okay, now, why is that important to become a growth-through leader? Because here's what I know, friend, that when you and I can add value to people because we value people, we make ourselves more valuable, we get better, we're growing and developing, and we, can, we know and relate to what other people value. When you and I are doing that, it, it is amazing how when you, you can be feeling at your lowest and turn right around and, and make somebody else's day. Give them a compliment. Add value to them. When you're adding value and encouraging other people, have you noticed that when you're encouraging other people, automatically you get encouraged in the process? <laughs> okay? And again, it becomes one of those amazing steps to how to become a grow-through leader. You're literally not just going through something, you're growing through it. You learn something new about yourself when you and I are adding value to people, making a difference. Just love it. You're, ma you're making a difference. Here's a statement I want to give you real quick, okay, before I go to the next point. Let your discomfort, and oftentimes you have some discomfort when you are growing through, when you're not just going through something, but when you're growing through it as a leader, it can be discomforting. So let your discomfort be a catalyst for your development, okay? Just something to think into, something to really think into. How can I let this discomfort that I'm having right now become a catalyst for my development, all right, here we go. Let's go to number number four. Number four. Oh, number four is good. I got number four, and I'm going to probably give you a real quick bonus one that 85%, if not higher, of you already know it. I'm just going to share it with you as a bonus and a reminder of becoming a grow-through leader. Here we go. Number four. I love it. Follow the 101% principle. That may sound foreign to you right quick, but I will explain. Follow the 101% principle. 
Now, some of you, you probably never heard that before. You probably, you're writing it down going, okay, Steve, you've got to really explain that one to me. The 100, did, did he really say follow the 101% principle? Yeah, 101. <laughs> follow the 101%, not the 100%, but the 101% principle. <laughs> okay. And here it is. The 101% principle is very simple. This find a 1% that you agree on with other people. <laughs> I love it. This is so important. I think even right now, currently, this is the month of June in 2020. And uh, right now, I think this principle is so vitally important in what's happening within our world right now, in our nation, and in some cases, in our states, in our cities. Find the 1% that you agree on and give that 1% that you agree on 100% of your effort. Oh, I love it. I just love it. I love it. Find the 1%, not the 5%. We, hey, you know as well as I do. You know, I've been married for 34 years. And don't tell my wife I told you this, but here's the bottom line. We have not always agreed on everything. <laughs> We're two different personalities. We come from two different backgrounds. And uh, we have not always, don't tell them I told you that. We have not always agreed on everything. But the secret to our success of being married for 34 years and also with a high expectation of being together for the rest of our lives is very simply this. We've learned how to find that 1% that we can agree on. And whatever, whatever that 1% that we agree on, we give it 100% of our efforts. So my whole point of bringing up with my marriage is very simply this. No matter who you are and what relationships that you have with other people, instead of trying to find the 50% that we can agree on <laughs> and getting frustrated because you're never going to find the 50% of everything that you agree on, even with some of your best friends. <laughs> okay. Find the 1% that you can agree on, but here we go. And give that 1% a 100% of your effort. Okay. I know it, right? I just dropped some gold on you today on that one. All right. And again, this is one of those principles that will help you and I to become a grow-through leader. Okay, there you have it. Oh, you reminded me. All right, I forgot. Yes, yes. Thank you for reminding me. I did share with you. I was going to give you a bonus. Uh, another A bonus five, the fifth point of helping you and I to become a grow-through leader. And it's very simply this. I love it. I love it. I'm sharing this with you on this podcast, but some kind of way I'm telling myself, even on this episode, some kind of way I've got to share this on my Facebook live and to, get, and to have more people to, um, to hear this message. Okay. But here's the bonus. The bonus is this, uh, follow, make it a practice to follow the golden rule. So easily forgotten about, but follow the golden rule. Following the golden rule, my friend, will help you and I to take others to a higher level. Following the golden rule will literally automatically help your life to grow through instead of just going through. Following the golden, golden rule will also automatically allow you and I to be positioned in such a place that we add value, tremendous value to the lives of others. So follow the golden rule. The golden rule very simply says, do unto others as you would have them to do unto you. Okay, my friends, thank you. Hey, this has been great. I've enjoyed episode this episode and sharing with you again how to become a grow-through leader. The challenge, when you're going through something, go ahead and 
Just remember that you're not only going through it, but you're also growing through it. Because on the other end of it, on the other end of it, if you're growing, you're going to come out better. Okay, thank you for tuning in. See you on the next episode. Be well. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to visit the website at www.steveadennis.com. You can follow on Facebook and Instagram. Please subscribe to the podcast via Facebook, YouTube, and Spotify at stevedennis1.podbean.com. Be sure to tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Thank you so much for listening. See you on the next episode.